Welcome to episode 18 of the Cranky Old Bastard, the most politically incorrect podcast you can find on the interwebs these days. I am one of the hosts, John O'Roll, and with me is none other than the Cranky Old Bastard. Salam alaikum. Are we on yet? Are he likes, we on? He likes to lick him. That's what he did. He went, salam alaikum, salam alaikum. So anyway, we've got the Better usual than you licking salamis. Of, <laughs> much better than licking salamis. we got the usual round of crap today, but uh, first off, I just want to make thank you to the No Agenda Show for letting us borrow their clips. Uh, we'll only use a few of them. Eventually, we'll have all our own, but hey, go check out the No Agenda Show at noagenda.com. Uh, really great show of poli- not political news assassination. News assassination. News assassination. No, come on, come on. Be free. Admit that English is your second language. It is. It is. Gibberish is your first. That's well, American was my first. No, like I said, gibberish <laughs> is your first. There's no such language as American. Sure, there is. Just ask all the Americans out there. They'll tell you. It's English in a different form. No. Hey, man, I think you want to talk about speaking American, man. Absolutely. So anyway, we've got a really interesting show for you here today where we're just going to cover whatever random crap happens to come across our table. And uh, we will start oh, it right off. Oh, 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 I, I know the American language, the, the real American language. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Right? That would be Cherokee, Apache, Navajo. <laughs> You name it, but uh, they, they, they weren't American at that time. Uh, well, they weren't American till I have no idea where America came from because it didn't come from America Vespucci. I think it came from someone going, America! America! Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, well, let's start this off. First off here, we've got this wonderful article from... NASA, where we want to probe Uranus in search for gas. Oh, God, yes. Please probe my, my, my anus in search for gas. Now, the picture here reminds me a lot of you. Two blue balls. Yeah, well, that's life. Sometimes <laughs> life leads you down that path where your balls are real blue for a while. Poor Uranus has got the worst case of blue balls I've ever seen. Yes, yes. Well, actually, it's uh, kind of a seems like a waste to me. They're going to go all the way to Uranus to get gas, where they could find that in plenty of anus in the White House. The they can find it in the White House. There's a big yes, anus there. Big anus there, probably full of shitloads of gas. Absolutely. And yes, Mr. Trump, we're talking about you. Yeah. Well, whatever. So anyway. I don't know. Where are we going to take this next? Oh, I don't know. That, that, that started us off. Through, it, it sort of petered right out. Yeah, well, okay. If you read the, the link, it says, like, you hear a lot of about Mars and Jupiter and Saturn. That's because we have extremely fancy hardware floating around and, in some cases, cruising to the surface of those planets. Yeah, like, we really want something cruising to Uranus. <laughs> maybe Jeff maybe okay if if you like that kind of thing having things to cruise to Uranus then you can go work for Nathar <laughs> anyways um let's see entire town in the US is sinking oh you know what would have been the perfect clip to have here what's that tragically hip New Orleans is sinking man and I don't want to swim cause it's in it's in New Orleans or, sorry, Louisiana. 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 Where, you know, they all speak Cajun. Yep. They all speak Cajun. They eat crawdaddies and 
gators and jump chew and you know talk shows but can damn fuck word to say about an entire town sinking while they're blaming it on climate control you gotta remember climate change climate control climate change whatever the fuck they want to call it i don't really give a shit yeah is this enough proof for you that there is climate change happening no because no no if you if you read this article they say they started losing this since 1955 all right, that is like mm. 75 years now, okay? Mm. And the fact that this has been going on for ages and the fact that New Orleans has been sinking since it came into existence. Well, that's because they built it below fucking sea level. This is below sea level, okay? And that goes for it goes for all of the southern parts of Louisiana where this is at. But when the polar caps are melting, what the fuck is causing them to melt? Um, they're not melting because the ice is being transported. And when you get an article... Such as we got another one here. Hopefully, that uh, they had to cancel. The Canadian scientists had to cancel their exploration on climate change because of all things too much fucking ice. Okay, so why do you have the polar bears dying of starvation because they can't fucking find food because the ice flows are gone? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, because you're a fucking American idiot. You know? No, well, not American. Nine eleven was the inside job, and there's no such thing as global warming. Inside, I don't know if it was an inside job, but it was definitely not uh, twenty-two idiots with fucking box cutters on planes. Because uh, if we want to go down that fucking path, skyscrapers, steel skyscrapers, cannot collapse because of fucking. Airplane gasoline okay. and the shit inside there. Let's get back to what we were talking about. Read the words that are in bold right in front of you. No, don't scroll down or up. Concrete proof. Concrete no. proof. It is absolutely Con- no fucking proof. Concrete proof. Do you, do you proof. know they have to keep changing the models on these every year? The science, the 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 theoretical <sighs> computer models that they use for climate change, they have to keep fucking with the figures every year to get them to fit their theories. And God put dinosaurs on the earth and made it seem like they're billions of years old just so that oh, he could be right that mm-hmm. no, that's kind of ridiculous. you, you don't believe that shit but you believe that there's no global warming uh there might be global warming but actually what i believe yeah. is we're headed for a global cooling right now and also the it's fucking cold out climate, there now climate change has been happening on this planet since it came into existence okay it's a continuous thing it will happen long after humans have left this planet and it'll continue when humans arrive again well, yeah, it goes in a cycle. It warms it up, it cycles. goes down. But the this cycle is, is being fucked with by emissions. No. You can't... How the fuck do you think we're getting holes in the ozone? Like, How do we get holes in the ozone? We put chemicals up there that ate the ozone. Okay, that's and different. what do you think that's doing to our planet? It's the, do you know what the ozone we, does? We pulled those chemicals and the ozone has been repairing itself for the last 30 years. Yes, but it's not going to happen overnight. And... Things are going to affect it. They're they're blaming right now. These so-called scientists are are blaming um, the global heat. All right, you've lost. As soon as you do that, you've lost. No, I haven't. I'm just... When you have to resort to insults, you've lost your argument. No, 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 no. It's not an insult. It's just you sucking the cock of people like... Donald Trump. No. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. It has to do with looking at the. Does Donald buy you good knee pads? See? Does Donald buy you new. When you get to this point in your argument, you have lost your argument when you have to start. When you deny the actual facts, you have no fucking argument. Oh, but the thing is, is there are facts that all those facts are easily disproved. 
And what I'll do... So are the facts that you're, you're using to disprove them. So you see, the problem is, is there's a continuous, a continuous con confusion of what facts are actually real. So when you hit that point, that means that nobody is probably right. And the planet is doing this all by its fucking self. Then why aren't the other planets? What do you mean, why aren't the other planets? Well, the they've been planets, monitoring Mars now for years. The other planets don't have a fucking atmosphere. How do you know? You been there? We Well, we're monitoring Mars for fucking years. We must know if it has an atmosphere by now, right? They've already said it does. Okay. Every planet has to have an atmosphere. It might not be one that's hospitable to us. And it might not be one that has a problem with any... Man-made chemicals fucking fluctuations. with it. But have we been monitoring Mars for 400 years? No. Plus? No. Okay, so we have no idea. We have no idea in that aspect. So that's a, that's a moot point. Okay, today's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. For these all you poor bastards out there who have kids. These eight dad stereotypes are anti-feminist, and it's time to ditch them. And this is from Everyday Feminism. Oh, God, this one would be fun. You know what's funny is some of this stuff... All right, we'll take it away. Go ahead. You start at the top here, and we'll wander down the path. Okay. Um, resistance. I'm not going to read the whole thing. We're just going to go over the points. Yeah, just, take, just take the headlines. Dad come care more about having fun than actually parenting. Isn't having fun with your kids actually parenting? That's what I would say. I mean, actually parenting. going out and having fun and teaching your kids how to ride their bikes or play baseball is teaching them the joys of having fun fun it's parenting it's teaching okay you know like not every dad does it not every mom can do it but there are moms that do it but, but of course they're doing it right now the question i've got for this is how is this anti-feminist well, <laughs> because it's not mom teaching them you know one of the, the... <laughs> this is the question here that's why i want to go through all these headlines here because they say these are anti-feminist things about men and fathers so i want to know why why is that statement anti-feminist because it's taken away from mom teaching them okay, the well, fun stuff to the next one the next one dads are perpetually bad cooks well, um that depends on the dad okay I know a lot of dads that can't cook I, i've kids. never tasted your ex-wife's cooking i've tasted your cooking my cooking's fantastic You're, so is mine i'm the better cook in my household mm. I don't do it very often because I like to cook in a clean kitchen. Yeah, well, for And the wife won't go in there and clean the fucking kitchen up. Well, there you go. There's a problem with that one. I don't have a wife anymore, so I don't have to worry about it. Dads care more about maintaining appearances than their child. Um, it's called teaching your, your child teaching dress, them. deportment, and grooming. Teaching them how to look. Leading by example. Proper. Exactly. Now, again, how is this feminist or anti-feminist? Well, you know, you're teaching son, your shirt should be pressed. And unfortunately, this doesn't happen. You this should be wearing clean clothes. Much, this doesn't happen as much these days as it should. No. This is how it's anti-feminist. You should be wearing clean clothes, clean underwear, clean socks. Your socks shouldn't have holes in them. So, obviously, you know, they're... They're insinuating that we're saying, as men, that mom's not doing her job because she's not doing the laundry and sewing oh, your clothes okay. up and darning your, you the go. holes in your socks and right. ironing your clothes. Now this, I do my own fucking ironing. This, I don't let anybody this touch This next myself. one here I find a bit of bullshit. Dads don't like to spend quality time with their kids. <laughs> Say what? Fuck? 
I don't because know they're any, always working and are too tired to give their kids the time of day. Bullshit. I don't know any fathers that don't want to spend quality time with their kids. I do not know a single father yeah. that doesn't go out of his way to spend time, quality time with their kids. Well, not spend all his time with his kids? No. There are fathers that are deadbeat dads and don't want to do it. But there's also deadbeat fucking moms. There's lots of deadbeat moms to go with all the deadbeat dads. You know, because we're the ones who are out doing other things with them you know the you get the soccer moms well i'm here because junior's daddy is working well you know if you don't want to fucking drive a goddamn new suv every fucking year yeah junior's dad up, wouldn't be working yeah, overtime hours yeah i mean you want to drive a new suv you get your ass out there you earn the money to drive your suv more power to you you know i'll i'll spend the quality time with my kids now this is an interesting one this one here must be sort of new. Dads only want to be stay-at-home caregivers because they think it's an easy job. What a crock of shit. That's... Anybody who's stayed home looking after sick kids knows it's not an easy job. Oh, Somebody who does it all the time, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I know it's not a fucking easy job. I also try and run a photography business. It's hard to do the two jobs at once because I've got to balance everything. The, 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 tru the truism is that no one can have it all. No. And you know what? It, if it's not, this isn't anti-feminism. What they really need to say is these stereotypes are anti-corporation um, because the corporations make it so hard for us to make the money and be able to spend the quality time with our kids, uh, once, both parents. Once upon a time, there were high-paying jobs, and the guys, men only had to work like 30 or 40 hours a week for that high-paying job to support an entire family. One person could stay at home. It's like, yeah, the world's changed. Dads are perpetually messy and unable to do housework. Bullshit. Yeah, complete and utter fucking bullshit. You know, you go out to work, no matter what your job is, you come home and then you've got to do another eight hours of work between two people that's at a, in a functional family, not a dysfunctional family where there's only one parent. So a parent goes out, works two, maybe three jobs, then has to come home and do the, the housework. Yeah. And, you know, what they should be saying is, dads, fuck you because we don't want you to have custody of the kids. <laughs> All right, this next one here, this one here is uh, kind of an irritant. Oh. It said, dads who stay at home while their partners bring home the paycheck are weak. Now, this one here strikes a major core in me because this one here is an actual truism amongst, amongst feminists and women in general because women in general don't want a partner that makes less than them. And this is starting to be proved out through some scientific research and my own personal uh, ad hoc research that I've been doing. It's really kind of actually weird. Women only want men who make as much money as they do or more. And any, and when they, when they make less, whether they do it per, on purpose or not, men, women tend to look down on those males simply because women always want to have a male at a higher status than she is. Okay, I got a question for you. Back in May, did you notice the Procter & Gamble commercials and at the Olympics when the Olympics were running? No. Thanks, Mom. There's all these commercials about all these athletes getting so far, and it was always, thanks, Mom. Never a thanks, Dad. If 
Father's Day is here. Did you see one commercial that says thanks, Dad? I did, actually. Wow. Then here. that's fucking amazing because I haven't. I watch for them every year. I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw one from Dove. Dove put one out. I, I have seen that one before, but it wasn't just centered around Father's Day. Oh, no, this one here was, it was pure Father's Day. Oh. It was a pure Father's it, Day commercial. I, I've seen fathers. the one that they put out with different dads and same-sex couples, two dads. Great, more power to them. You know, I think it's great. Procter and Gamble, you need to pull your assholes out of the 18th century, move into the 21st century, and realize, you know, both parents work very hard to bring up a family. Whether they're in the same house or not, both parents work just as fucking hard. And if you don't believe me, too fucking bad because I don't give a shit. Next point is dads aren't emotional or can't express their feelings. We're going to come back to this one here for a second. All right, let's rewind that. This is this one here. This is the Dove Father's Day. Okay. Daddy. 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 Yes, it is. Thank you, Dove. See? I love that commercial. That was pure fathers. It was. So and you know, yeah, a lot of them when they do a Father's Day, they try to put a mother in there. Like, yeah, seriously. Well, the moms who are doing the jobs as dad. You know, there are women out there that do the work of both mother and father, and there's fathers out there that They're do the job. They're not doing the work of a father. They have no fucking testosterone. <laughs> They're doing the work they have of both no masculinity. parents. They're doing the work of both parents. They're they're trying to provide. What a male should be providing is what they're doing. They're not truly doing the work of a male. But on the same token, you've got to say that to a father can't provide the same support that a mother would. Now, my kids, okay, I've got two special needs kids, okay? I bathe my kids because they don't act up for me. They know dad does bath time. It's the routine. When mom does bath time, it screws with the routine. It screws them up. It's a hard time. It's an uphill fucking battle. Mom gets them up in the morning. Dad might take them to school, but mom gets them up. They don't come out and say, hi, dad. They come out and say, hi, mom. Mom gets a hug. You know, we get them ready to go. We take them to school. But my kids know that both parents do the jobs. Yeah. We switch back and forth. Okay. All right. Dads aren't emotional and can't express their feelings. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> this, is, this is out of crap, man. It's out of crap. You know why? Because society said that as men, we're not allowed to express our feelings unless it's joy, anger, or horny. Yeah, one of those three. Anything unless else, forget unless it, it. Unless it's a funeral of someone super close to you or some other... Oh, not even then. Not even then. You know, you're supposed to be stoic. You're not supposed to shed a tear. Men don't cry. Um, you suck it up. Be a man. Yeah. Sounds like someone else I know said that today. <laughs> Dumb fucking cunt.
Put on your big boy panties, man. Yeah. Suck it up. And now, back to real news. So, okay, the next one I want to tackle is women-dominated professions. Women-dominated professions. Yes. All right. And I, I want to tackle these ones oh, as they God, come up. Yes. Number one, child care services. Yes, the majority of the child care services are run by women. Teachers are mostly women. Preschool, run by women. Babysitters, mostly women. Why? Because if a man wants to get into that field, he's some sort of fucking pedophile. That's how they treat him. Yeah. Anyway. It's not that men don't want to get into that field. It's that men don't want to deal with the bullshit that goes along with getting in that field. And if they do, then they're ostracized for being in that field. Yeah. By men, by women, and by society. Society has taught us that women look after the kids. Oh, yeah. Men go out and provide. <laughs> So man can't go Been and like provide that by for several millennia. Yeah, but men can't go and provide for the family by working in childcare, apparently. No. Home health care services. Okay. When I'm as old as you are and feeble, and like you, I've lost control of my bowels and I have to wear diapers. <laughs> I want a male nurse to come in and change me. I don't want some hot young thing coming in, me blowing my load all in her face without her touching me. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you have this problem. I know we said we wouldn't talk about it. Oh, fuck you. But would you not rather have a guy who could understand, you know, fuck, <laughs> this shit happens, and you're not going to get a boner when a guy comes in to change your... Depends. No, probably not. By that time there, you're going to be lucky if you can get a boner anyway. So yeah. it really makes no diff. That's not the point. The point is, is one of the things to remember is like the child care services, it's 94% it's female dominated. We're on home health care services. Yeah, I know, but I wanted to go back to that one so you know. The home health care services is 89% female dominated. And this is the, the, the other reason for this article here is to highlight the fact that women are talking about equity of pay and wage gap and blah, 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 and they don't get work in STEM or whatever. The truth is, is that men and women make different decisions on the type of jobs they take based upon the kind of hours it requires, the kind of efforts are required, the kind of uh, um, natural inclinations towards doing things. Because men and women are naturally inclined to do different things. Do you know what you're doing right now? I'm being a man. So no, you. no, you're not. Do you know what you're, you're well, doing? What do you think I'm doing? You're clouding the issue with facts. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. You're <laughs> right. I shouldn't do that. Okay. Let's, so let's, 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 let's not bring facts into this and actually talk about the truth of the matter. Veterinary services. You know, again, this is society saying that women are supposed to be more empathetic and more caring mm -hmm. towards little animals and kids and therefore it's the schooling for veterinaries actually geared towards women it's harder for a man to become a vet than it is for a woman it's harder to become a vet than it is to become a medical doctor it actually takes longer to become a vet than yeah. a medical doctor surprisingly i know we, we I, care more about our fucking animals than we do the i know a family of vets <laughs> and it you know this, this galls me to no end because you know Women are more compassionate, and you you got to put Scruffy down. You know, I'm terribly sorry, but Scruffy's had a good long life, and it's time that we ended. It's pain. Then you get a guy. Well, yeah, Scruffy's had a good long life, you know, and it's time to end his suffering. Which is going to make you feel better about ending Scruffy's life? 
a nice, soft, caring, compassionate voice, or a guy who's sitting, matter of factly, look, Scruffy's had a great long life, but it's time to end this the in suffering. the charade. Put him down. But then again, you got Dr. Pohl. Dr. Pohl? You've never seen Dr. Pohl? No. Oh, Dr. Pohl is this, he's on TV. He's a vet. And that he's Dutch. why I haven't seen it since I don't watch TV. He's Dutch, and he's hilarious. Okay. Social services. 84.8% female. Yeah. And do you know the highest rate of burnout for employment? Social services. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's because you eventually get fed up with people's bullshit. Yeah. Average pay for them is 45500 a year. Yeah. I, now, I'm going to assume that this is, because it's from monster.com, it's going to be American. Yeah, that's going uh, to be American dollars, yeah. most of them. Okay. These are, um, based on, these are based on U.S. statistics. A lot of what we got here is based on U.S. statistics, folks. Now, education requirements of this is actually quite interesting. At least a bachelor's degree in social work, but a clinical social worker must also earn a master's degree for two years of postmaster's experience in a supervised setting. And they make only forty-five grand a year. That's pretty pathetic. In addition, to clinical so social workers must earn a license for the state where they practice. Now, let's go to the men make more money than women do for the same work. Okay, you know what? This is dominated by women because society said men can't go to school for that long because if they do, they're a professional student. And they're obviously not wanting to go and get a real job. You know, they've got one degree. Why do they need two? Why do they need a master's? Why do they need a doctorate? Oh, who knows? Educational services. The people who raise our children. When you think about it and you get down to it, these people see our kids more than we do once they're in school. They do, actually. They see them for like six, seven hours a day. And they're the ones instilling what we hope are good values mm. in our children. Yeah, if you're lucky enough to find good teachers. I mean, my, my kids right now, they've got great teachers. They've got great teacher's aides who love them dearly. And my kids love them. My kids are thoroughly happy in their school. I think it's great. You know, when I had a male teacher, I found that they were more more coarse, harder on the guys than they were on the girls. Oh, you know, it's interesting now is male teachers tend to help the male students much better because unfortunately the school system now is geared towards women. It's no longer geared towards men, which is why we have an epidemic of people of school systems drugging up boys. The school systems nowadays are geared to raising a bunch of fucking pussies who won't stand they're their ground they're, they're geared for women all right same thing uh, <laughs> but they're geared to, they're geared to the way women learn because women and men learn differently we do it's a given natural fact is one of the reasons why in in ancient times druids would split men and boys at the age of six and they would continue their education separately till the age of 18 you and know do you know how the druids separated the men from the boys with a, with a knife? With a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> Libraries and archivists. You know, okay, first of all, have you ever seen a hot male librarian? I'm not gay, but I imagine there's some out there. Uh, well, I, I'm just saying, I've never seen a hot male librarian. Well, and I, I can appreciate some, a good-looking man. I've seen some male man. librarians that, you know, are pretty good-looking, but I wouldn't call them hot. I mean, you know, I'm not attracted to him, but, you know. George Clooney is a good-looking man. I he would probably make a hot librarian. He probably has been a hot librarian. 
don't know. Look but at all those movies. If you compare him to someone, say, like Amy Adams. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. You know, something about something about women in these right kinds of glasses with their hair pulled yeah. in a ponytail. And, but, you know, again, it comes back to the education requirement. They've got to spend a lot more time in school. they got to get a master's degree to be a fucking librarian. Yep. Good God. That's really sad. Yep. And certain positions mandate additional requirements, such as a degree in another field or teaching certificate. So there's like 12 fucking years of school. Yeah. Just to be a librarian. Just to be a hot librarian. Yeah, well. Anyway, we'll skip around on these ones here. We're going to... Oh, uh, accountants? We, we can skip over accountants? Yeah. Legal services. I know are really hot. Hot. Smoking hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> legal legal services this this leads to another interesting fact about colleges and universities on legal services because of course north america we graduate more lawyers than fucking any all the other countries in the world combined but uh do you know why right sh- now it's more than 60 percent female graduating as lawyers do you know why sharks don't attack lawyers they don't they professional they're, courtesy they're for professional courtesy but i i know a hot it's like you know what what, what do you call ten thousand lawyers at the bottom of the atlantic a good start there you go I, I know this woman. She's a paralegal, a very hot paralegal. You've met her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she tells me what she does in the day. Mm-hmm. She books everything for the lawyer that she works for. Well, the, the paralegal does all the fucking work. The lawyer gets the yeah. glory. Yeah. She books him into hotels, makes sure that, you know, he's got silk pillowcases. Because, does, you know, does, her, does all his fucking ahead. research, writes yeah. his briefs. Exactly. You know, and, but, yeah, that's the job of a paralegal, though. That's, yeah. that's what they do. They don't have to go to school as long to become a paralegal. They don't make nearly the money, but they do twice the workload. Yeah. Okay, next one. Employment services. Well, I'm sorry, but I think this is because of genetics. Yeah. I mean, mother in has gone, go out and get a job, you lazy bum. Temperament. <laughs> All right, finally, leisure and hospitality. Um, this one here, it's, it's split almost 50-50. 51% females, so it's pretty close. And this I, one here, I can understand because there's a lot of really good jobs in the food services. What I want to know, leisure and hospitality. Now, yeah. does that encompass sex workers? Well, that's probably not figured into this because sex workers are only legal in, a, in one state in the U.S. that I know of. Yeah. Now, so, though, and... Don't get you know, me wrong. They can't, sex count, they can't count them if they're not actually, you know, counting their pay every week. You know, sex workers are so they're maligned absolutely, and, and they're absolutely needed, shunned, really. and it should be legal, and it should be regulated. They do, in and they should have every right that we have. They're fully, they're fully legal and regulated in Australia. Yeah, I know. And also, there's a couple other countries. They have, they have fewer problems. No, no, they don't have no problems, but they have a whole lot less problems in those areas when it's, when it's legalized. It's exactly. kind of like Nevada. Nevada has fewer problems with sex workers than any other state in the union. Okay. So All right. Let's move so on. We, need, we need to move on to something else here. Divorced dads can't catch a break. Oh. This cool. is true. This has been going on since... Oh, it's been going on for 30 years. Actually, 25 Long, years. Longer. Know, but yeah, a lot longer. longer. A okay, lot, I've fuck ex- a lot longer. I've experienced it over the course of 30 years. I've experienced it a fuck of a lot longer. Um, my second wife got full custody of the kids, even though she beat them. She was emotionally and physically abusive to me. And any one of you fuckers want to make a comment about that, feel free, because I'll Bad set you in your place. Bitch! <laughs> but... 
You know, because she had the job. I was staying at home looking after the kids. I had a job, but my job allowed me to spend more time with the kids. I was looking after the kids. You should have got custody. I should have gotten custody. I was the primary if, caregiver. If it was the opposite way around, she would have automatically got custody. But because I have a dick and she doesn't, she got full custody. Mm. I got visitation. And when I moved away, she stopped my kids from seeing me completely and my the rest of my family. She's turned them completely against the family. And her name is Glitch. Glitch. Lives in Omimi, Ontario. Uh, She's a was, cunt. That was uncalled for, dude. No more no more doxing on this show. She's a cunt. She's a You cunt. can say She's everything cunt, else cunt, you want, cunt, but you cunt, don't fucking cunt, you don't fucking cunt, dox, cunt, man. Cunt, 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 cunt. My ex-wife is a cunt, cunt, cunt. Yeah, you think you'd get over this uh, after a while. Um, yeah, yeah, at any rate... You, you have your kids turned against you. See how fast you get mm, over it. And a Father's Day as we know it. Yeah. So, uh, at any rate, what this goes on to describe in this article is it goes on to describe a whole lot of the issues men still face in the uphill battle of getting fair shake, uh, fair custody, fair... You know, fair right equity with child support and all of that area. And, um, and this is still a problem throughout all of Western civilization, be it Europe, North America, Australia, New Zealand, all of them areas who work off of the same original British type codes and British common law. Okay, so... Is uh, a lot of what this, unfortunately, this doesn't even actually stem from common law, because once upon a time, before feminism got its hooks into everything, the man was automatically given custody of the children, no yes. matter what. And then, that, then times changed, and it seemed like it should change a bit at that time. And, but it went so far the other way that it's now completely biased against the father. The father is automatically assumed to be not the person to take care of the children. And when a father fights for that, what, what's often put up as a silly argument towards this is that women go, well, I've been home taking care of the children, and you've been off working, so you've hardly seen them, thereby discounting the actual efforts that he put in to maintain that family. Why was he working 60 hours a week? So you could drive that fucking SUV, so you could have food on the table, so you could have this. So now all you want to do is you want to take three quarters of the money he makes, make him have to go live in a hovel of a one-bedroom rat-infested apartment while you get the most of his money and you get to stay in the house you bought together, keep the SUV, and keep yourself in a lifestyle you're accustomed to. All because he has the dick and was making money and he did not ever contribute to the household when he came home from work. He didn't do any work. Well, fuck, he'd been working for 12 goddamn hours. Cut the man a break. You know, this kind of shit. And this is the problem that is often occurring. And these are the arguments that put up. And yet, for some god-awful reason, we have judges who you think are intelligent enough to see <laughs> through this shit, don't see through it. And yet they go, oh, yeah, give it to the woman. This is just dumb. Absolutely fucking dumb. It's asinine. And, you know, when I got divorced the second time with the kids involved, I had to provide some some references who knew me as a parent. I did that. I was able to do that. Friends of hers who went to bat for me saying, look, he's been the one there through thick and thin, you know. But when we got divorced, I was working as a bricklayer, so I'm working all these fucking hours. Yeah. And now she's like, well, he's never home. He's never home. Well, fucking goddamn, he's out earning the fucking money. I'm breaking my back 
to make sure that you can work your night job and fuck the guys that you're working with. Hmm. Absolutely. Well, let's move on from this one because this one gets a little yeah. heated. So, well, I, I wanted to go on to the end of Father's Day as we know it. Oh. It's a YouTube link, but when I visit the link, the video has been removed by the user. Oh, shit. I should have downloaded it. I got to remember to do that from now on. It makes me wonder why they they had to remove it. Like, did they remove it because of social pressure? Because uh, it was absolutely social pressure. And I got to remember when I run across those to download it so that I always have a copy. Sort of a bummed I bummed that I didn't do that. Anyway, we'll take a pause. Well, let's do it. All right. Well, let's roll this forward. All right. Here we go. Next thing up on the thing on the ladder. Genius is now a sexist term. In other words, you can no longer use genius. All right. This is from the University of Cambridge in good old London. Isn't it in London? No, it's not in London. Where is it? It's always in Cambridge. Yes. It's in Cambridge, England. Whatever the fuck yes. that means. I have no idea. Okay. So it's over there on that little fucking island just off the coast of France. The, the island that once ruled the world. Oh, just yes, point that they out. They fucked that one up, didn't they? Okay. So, so Dr. Hey. Lucy DeLapp. A British history lecturer says, <laughs> "You've seen her picture. Do you really want that?" No, no, no. If we, she gave we, you a laptop, we, we lap dance. We wouldn't look this one up on. Uh, look this one up. Here's if a, she a gave nice you a lap dance, and she's you'd never get it up a, again. A, a, a women's studies instructor at uh, the yeah. University of Cambridge, and she wants to use. We want to use a language that is transparent. She's kind of got a manly, manny, mannish face, doesn't she? We're writing our first two years of our history degree to create a wider set of paper choices to make. Assessment criteria clearer and to really try not try and root out the unhelpful and very vague talk of genius, of brilliance, and flair, which carries assumptions of gender inequality, also class of ethnicity. Well, first also of, of class and ethnic, oh, eth ethnicity. Eth fuck. Ethnicity. Ethnicity, yes. Thank okay. You. Genius. I mean, Madame Curie was a genius. It was applied to her years before well, the feminism came by. The bitch that feminism feminists have against this particular thing is that it doesn't women aren't the geniuses because they don't go into STEM fields, they don't go into physics and science and engineering and yada yada yada. The guys who are actually fucking geniuses, and there's a lot of women in that field. And the women that get there, they're fucking geniuses too. The you chick know? that plays Amy Fairfowler on the Big Bang oh, is God, actually yes. a fucking genius. Oh, and she's one hot fucking genius. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, let, let's tackle these words. Genius. Well, mm. to me, genius means somebody who has above average intelligence and can apply that intelligence. That's what a genius Has is. the wisdom to apply that intelligence. Well, wisdom's not always necessary to apply it, but it helps. Brilliance. Brilliance, to me, is talking about light. Okay, you know, that light is really brilliant. Well, what's the brilliance of those light bulbs? Well, the brilliance and brilliance in this term to me is not necessarily someone who's a genius in physics or something. The brilliance of an artist, an artist that can brilliantly bring out something that no one else could see. Okay, now flair. Flair. Flair applies to just about anyone. Flair. No, when you talk about flair, you can only talk about one person. <laughs> It's Ric Flair, okay? <laughs> what what she got against a fucking wrestler? That's what I want to know. Mm. Woo! Come on, Rick. This is what's happening. We, we need to get Ric Flair on here. Women's studies courses that are all through universities nowadays, then this is what they're doing to oh. universities and students. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. I just scrolled down, and they're in big, bold, red letters. 
Related, Oxford plans to let students take exams at home to help women do better. Yes. Why do they do better at home? Because they can look it up without uh, having someone over their shoulder? Yeah, they, like, just make it an open book exam, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck, there's your books. You got the same books as he does. They were same, printed by the same company, and they didn't know who they were going to, men this or women. Is, this is that wonderful area of women want to be equal but special. Yeah, and we which is bullshit. We want to be equal, bullshit. but we need you to lower all the standards just for us so we're more equal than men. Because it's, we obviously can't compete at the level of men because we're women. Well, but yeah, we're equal. No, it, it's okay. I don't see it that way. I'm sorry, I do. But I see. I do see it as them wanting to lower the standards so that they can feel equal. But why should the rest of the world lower their standards? Why don't you raise yours? Well, that's the whole point. It's like I mean, women are equal to men. It's just that the difference is, is men and women are different. We have different strengths. We have different weaknesses. That is the problem. We are equal. And there women, there's women that are more than capable of doing all the same shit men can do. And there's men that are more than capable of doing all the same shit that men, women can do, except one, of course. Men can't have babies. No. But then again, women can't produce sperm. So without the sperm, they can't have a baby. So, hey, either way, we need each other. You know, simply put. Men and women need each other to exist on this fucking planet. And for a long time, we understood that. But somewhere in the last 50 years, 60 years, we forgot that we need each other to exist. And that's one of the problems that's occurring. Okay. Now, while we're on this topic, I want to move on to one of the other things we've got okay. on here. Target responds to annoying Twitter feminist proves how dumb she is. Okay. Oh, God, yes, this one is great. <laughs> a verified liberal by the name of Katie Hindle, Hindi, oh, Hind, yes. Katie Hind, has been receiving a lot of attention online lately over a tweet in which she brags about relo relocating NASA t-shirts from the boys' section of Target to the girls'. Yes, yes. Oh, fuck you. She Don't took bitch. NASA tank tops from the boys' section and put them in the girls' section. And then bragged. Yes, yes. Yeah, I she bragged. Okay, so not only did is she forcing girls to accept a, a certain type of clothing. Yes. But she's also causing more work for the underpaid, underpaid fucking employees here that now have to go over there and pick up those shirts and sort them back into the other section. Why? Because she's a cunt. Yeah, and also what happened, this is where Target owned her ass, because Target tweeted back, um, uh, did you know we actually have NASA t-shirts and tank tops and such in girl styles in the girl section, and if they're not there, it just means we were out of stock, and you can still get them online. You know, it's not that, they, not that Target doesn't have all these things for girls, they just didn't have them the day that this social justice warrior bitch decided she needed to exercise her feminist viewpoint that, oh, these poor girls can't have NASA shirts, and I'm going to take them from the boys' section and put them over here. So, yeah. Okay, now here, here's another point. Majority of retail workers are what? What sex are they? Majority of retail They're workers. They're mostly women. Okay. So now she's just said to these women who are working in retail, you don't matter as much as I do because your job is meaningless mm -hmm. and asinine and not worth me actually giving a damn about you 
So I've gone and made your job even harder. So you've got to work that much more for that minimum wage that you, you get paid. Yeah. I mean, come on. What the fuck, bitch? Do you not have any respect for anybody else out there? You know, you could have gone up and talked to your manager or someone in the clothing department and saying, excuse me, but do you have these in women's? Oh, yes, we do. But unfortunately, we're out of stock right now because they're going off their shelves like fucking hotcakes. No, you'd rather fucking pull your tampon out, swing it around, and <laughs> fucking look at me, I'm special. Oh, fuck. And even those who agreed with Hein got a dose of her feminist tongue lashing. Oh, God, yes. This one was you're, great. You're my spirit animal. Love you at this part, but ask that you use Patronus instead of BC using spirit animal is cultural appropriation. You know what? I'm whiter than fucking white. I was given my spirit animals by a native elder. Who, you know, if they didn't want me to have those spirit animals, they wouldn't have given them to me. <laughs> because using spirit animal, using Patronus is using up a made up fucking word. You've read too much Harry Potter, bitch. <laughs> You've obviously read too much Harry Potter. Yeah. But then again, all our words are made up and uh, appropriated from somewhere. All right, pick something else here. Let's move okay. on. Okay. Survey says. <coughs> Fact check false. Every ten things every white yoga teacher must know. Oh uh, yeah, this one's kind of interesting. White yoga teachers. Well, lots of white yoga teachers. Sakya is South Asian American. Hold on, don't start playing that. Uh, no, I, I've stopped it. Yeah, give me a second here. I gotta find it again. Finding the news, folks. It's like it, if you're not white, you shouldn't do yoga because it's cultural appropriation. If you're white, you should not hunt with a bow and arrow. That because you know you're taking that from the natives. Never mind that the English used them long before the fucking natives were even discovered. You know, English longbowmen, best in the fucking world. But no, it's cultural appropriation because if you want to hunt with a bow and arrow, then you're stealing from the natives. Oh, they probably used them about the same time. Well, the I, natives were just making different, but different types of bows. The English, the, the, the English, English were the English, the English perfected the longbow. The English were around long before John Wayne in his Western movies. Okay. Yeah, well, come on, the English, the English in the north. That's the wrong one. Hang on, I went to the wrong spot. So I'm just reading through some of the comments here. Um, good for you guys. America steals everyone's culture and calls it theirs. No, you know, okay. Cultural appropriation is fucking bullshit. If it wasn't for cultural appropriation, as you fuckers call it, we wouldn't have things like spaghetti. Spaghetti actually came from China. That's Marco right. Polo brought it back to Italy. And they okay. appropriated it and turned it into the wonderful pasta we have today. It, they did. You would not have rock music because it goes back to gospel and the slaves singing about freedom. Absolutely. Okay. All right, well, let's let this play for just a couple minutes here. Off All we right. go. Sapya is South Asian American perspectives on yoga in America. What's true is that so many of us across the diaspora have been talking in private about segregation in yoga or about being uncomfortable in a yoga class. Sapya aims to make these private discussions public so that that way we can have some impact on a civic scale around keeping yoga integrated. 
and I think especially in the United States, to be um, a South Asian American yoga teacher. All right, I'm not gonna play it. Felt like a rebellious act. It felt like a, you know. So they will also have discussions with other white yoga teachers, like make sure that they also listen and educate and like you know. There's, I mean, there's there's a lot of information about that how to be doesn't look like she's Indian. and read that information. You know, like so that India. She must be living in North America too long. So anyway, this is kind of tough. This is actually kind of a boring bit. I probably should have deleted it. But well, I, no, because it, it deals with a lot of what's wrong. The, the problem is they, they, they do a lot of long-winded talk before they say their one little point and a lot of long-winded babble babble. Yeah. You know, it's 10 minutes in length. I'm not going to sit here and bore us through the whole 10 minutes of it. What it boils down to, in essence, is that they feel that, you know, white culture has appropriated yoga to the point where, was it, uh, I think it was University of Toronto that tried to ban yoga teaching because it was appropriation um, of all things. Well, then, you know, we got we to gotta ban acupuncture. Oh, we got to ban. We got to ban massage therapy. We've got to ban. Probably chiropractic, too. Yeah. God, help us know. I know I, that. And you know what? We, we're going to have to. We're going to have to ban condoms. And ban Mexican food and Italian food. No, we're going to have to ban condoms. Otherwise, the Scots are going to get all pissed off going, That's my fucking sheep. <laughs> You're wearing my sheep, lad. That's my fucking sheep. You're appropriating my culture. So, at any rate, what it boils down to is they, they sit there and say that the, the white yoga teachers don't really understand it because they're white. Just because you're white can't doesn't preclude you from being able to understand another culture and treating it with the respect it deserves. And yoga itself, I can't remember where I read it, but I, I re tripped across something that I read, that yoga was released to the West in the hopes of bringing some peace and harmony. Because yoga itself is about peace and harmony and balance. That's one of the things it's about. And, you know, even, even some of the yogis have said, said things along that line. It doesn't matter who teaches something or who uses something. It matters how they respect or treat it in the process is what it really boils down to. Hang on. I'm looking up a quote here that's okay. great about cultural appropriation. All right. Well, you look that quote up and we will just go. I want to make sure I got the right quote and <laughs> give <the> proper credit. <laughs> Good try, scumbag. Okay. Um, it was in the movie Crossroads. Crossroads. And, you know, people say white, white people shouldn't sing the blues. And the blues is nothing more than a good man singing about how his woman done him wrong. Well, I thought that was country music. <laughs> no, it's the blues. Now... I don't care what fucking color your skin is, where in the world you're from, what sex is, what sex you are, but if you've been done wrong by your lover, your partner, that special person in your life, then you've got the right to sing the fucking blues, motherfucker. Absolutely. I don't care if you're whiter than I am, or if you're blacker than the Ace of Spades, or if you're... From Bombay, wanting to sing, oh, yeah, my woman's done me wrong, yeah, she left me with my cow. 
I surely miss my car now. I don't know what to do. I don't care, okay? What you need to understand is what you think of as cultural appropriation is the wrong thing. If a white man wants to be a Rastafarian and follow the Rastafarian beliefs, then he's got the right to grow dreadlocks. That's right. If a black man wants to be a white supremacist, he's got that right. That's yeah. right. It, it goes back to the conversation. Is there such a thing as a Jewish anti-Semite or black white supremacist? <clears throat> I think there is Jewish anti-Semites. <laughs> it, it's like Caitlyn Jenner. Okay, oh Caitlyn Jenner is a transgender woman who's against herself. Mm. Because she's a fucking Republican. You know, you can have Republican views, but you're, you're going against what, what you are, what, you're, what, you, what you've done with your life, and then you're say, sending the message that it's wrong. All right, let's go on this time. Go, go to some fun here. Here we go. I demand... So this forum was held at NYU's School of Law, and it runs for over 70 minutes. But you should know before watching the full video that at times this is excruciatingly difficult to listen to. Excruciating because the problem glasses wearing SJW seated next to Jonathan Haidt goes for gold in the oppression Olympic stakes. Before we start, the guy in the middle is the moderator. The two to his right are law professors, the woman is from Harvard, and the man from NYU. On the other we have Jonathan Haidt, and next to him, the turbocharged SJW. Okay, she's so from I, Harvard, he's from NYU. And What's the matter, buddy? Couldn't you get into fucking Harvard? You're not good enough? Oh, let's not worry about that. Come on. The reason that I like bringing up uh, the Americans with Disabilities Act is that, to me, content warnings are all about access. So I think of them as sort of collective reasonable accommodations. Um, if you think about the purpose of the Americans with Disabilities Act, it is to make sure that people with disabilities have the same ability to participate um, and access to the same things that people who don't have disabilities do. Um, and that's sort of the same idea behind content warning. Nothing like a good false equivalency to start us off. She's comparing content or trigger warnings to providing access for disabled people. So some people are so marginalized in the classroom, they're equivalent to the disabled. Of course, this is just the now standard tried and true method of establishing a victim narrative. Um, you know, if you think about the way our society is organized, it's, it's, it's in an ableist way. It, it's to privilege people without disabilities, people who don't need these kinds of accommodations. And that's sort of an arbitrary choice. Like, why did we decide to organize our society that way. But it's not an arbitrary choice. It's the most efficient choice. And that's not to say that things don't or can't be improved over time. But if every apartment block that had more than one floor had to have an elevator, that would be prohibitively expensive. The idea that we would make the world over for everyone with any type of disability is not practical. Um, if we think about things like all right, enough of that for a moment. I keep forgetting that there's a lot of miscellaneous boring okay. these things. Now, reading the the headline that we had, mm -hmm. 
demanding trigger warnings. For certain things, yes, it should be. Fuck you. No. no fuck trigger, you. Trigger okay. warnings are not. What What's more important? You. My ability to say what I want. Okay. No. What's more important? More important. Last year, I'm out at Fort Rod Hill. They've got a sign out front saying demonstration firepower. That nothing. Not no 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 no. Not you're gonna let me finish. You're gonna let me finish. This is a trigger warning. You're gonna let me fucking finish. It's not a trigger warning. Go ahead. It is. It says nothing about live fire or gunfire. It says firepower. That's two words. Firepower. I'm a vet with PTSD. I'm wandering through the forest out there. I hear automatic weapon fire. I go fucking nuts. I go into survival mode where now I put my family and the people around me in danger because there wasn't a proper fucking warning out there. Sometimes you need trigger warnings for the safety of others. Not for me, but for your sorry ass. Because if I came up against you, I said you know, okay, you're dead. I'm going to jail. I'm Actually, I'm going to the mental hospital for six months. All right. All right, see, the thing is, that's a different scenario than me having to say I was, if I ever obtained the ability to give a lecture somewhere or something, to say to people, I might say words like nigger, spick, and kike in this, and I'm sorry if they're going to offend you. I might say words that will hurt your tiny little feelings. That's what these bitches are after. That's They're not after something such as they should have, not only for the sake of someone like you suffering PTSD, for, for the sake of any other person who wants to protect their fucking ears and other shit from the sounds of live fire. You know, it'd be kind of like this morning. It was actually kind of an unexpected thing. I went to a race this morning on the naval base here this morning. And usually when they start a race, they have a, a pop gun yeah. or they have an air horn or something. No, you know what these fuckers fired off for their One of the ship's guns. Almost. It's one of those big-ass guns they haul behind a truck. A howitzer. A howitzer, that's what it is, yeah. Those fucking things startle your okay, ass. Okay, that, that's your fault for not paying attention to your surroundings. It was, it was not visible. It was over the hill. It was up over the hill, behind us. Behind us, where you didn't know it was there. That's the beauty of the artillery. Well, I know. But, but you know what? I no, see, I, I do agree with you there. This is the same sort of point you're getting at. I did not know that. It would have set you fucking off. Oh, fuck yeah. They're blasting by my place. Yeah. And they, they're they supposed to be giving blast warnings. Yeah. You don't hear the blast warnings. You feel the fucking rumble from the explosion. Yeah. And I'm looking for a rock to climb under. Yeah. But see, this is the, that's what I'm getting at. There are some things that, yes, there should be a warning for. But uh, most of this shit is for students in a classroom where an instructor is supposed to be challenging their beliefs with the content he is presenting. Challenging the way they think. Because that's what you go to college for. You're not supposed to be challenged anymore. You're supposed to be handed your certificate. That's what they're doing to fucking colleges. And that's what these trigger warnings and all this other safe spaces and special snowflake crap is about. Oh my god, I, I can't handle the fact that you have a different opinion as me. I need a trigger warning because you're going to present an opinion I don't agree with. And see, what I would do in that case, I'd sign up for all of her classes. And if they had... Pardon? She's not an instructor. Yeah, they said that she's an instructor at Harvard. No, she's from she's from NYU. She's a student. She's a student. It's, oh. it's in the name tag. Okay. The other the other the other woman on the other side is a is from uh, Harvard. But you know, these are these are different people on a. Panel. Having a conversation, you know, I have a yellow card. 
And every word that came out of her mouth, I'd hold up the yellow card. That's offensive. That's offensive. That's offensive. Until she just sat, sat there and didn't say a fucking word. Then I'd hold up my yellow card saying, your silence is offensive. Yeah, because see, I'm a fucking prick. Yeah, well, but see, this is the thing that's happening across our colleges and universities. And one of the things I heard recently in something is if you don't think it matters, and a lot of people think, oh, it's only the college and universities, you forget college and universities are training the people who are going to be the leaders in 15 years. And it's, it made me stop and think about how we're in this position. And I was in college 15 years ago. And I remember the beginning of the PC movement in college. Now, those leaders are out there creating the problems that started then. I, this is the, this is I found myself drawn into that political correctness. And following this female comic, I can't remember her name. Yeah. But she summed it up perfectly. She said, I used to say, bitch. And now I say, Cunt? that's so special. <laughs> or I will say, ain't that special. I used to say, nice tits. Now I say, who's your doctor? <laughs> I used to say, slut. Now I say, flight attendant. <laughs> and that's exactly what it's come down to. You yeah. cannot say, bitch. George Carlin. Seven dirty words. Find it. Piss, piss fuck, cunt. Uh, Shit, uh, bitch, motherfucker, cocksucker, cunt, and tits. Now, I'm sure there's more. Oh, there is. But, I mean, and that list just keeps growing. And George Carlin, whatever gods there are, may they take you into their arms and welcome you and say, it's great to have you here. you got to go back. These people are fucking everything up. Yeah, well, here, let's, let's hear it from the master himself. Well, that's the trouble with it, is trying to decide what to call these words, man, or trying to decide what to call this whole thing. You know, what are these words that I'm talking about? They're just words that we've decided, sort of decided, not to use all the time. That's about the only thing you can really say about them for sure, that they're just some words, not many either, just a few, that we've decided, well, we won't use them all the time. Sometimes, well, hell yeah. Sometimes it's okay, but not all the time. That's, and they're the only words that seem to have that restriction. I mean, there are a lot of words you can say whenever you want, you know. Pneumonia! Nobody gives you a lot of words. All right, you can't yell it in the hospital a great deal, but what the hell? There are words that you can say, no problem. Topography! No one has ever gone to jail for screaming topography. But there are some words that you can go to jail for. There are some words that we just have decided we will not say all the time. Sometimes, okay, if you're running through the jungle chasing somebody that we're at war with, you can holler them. If you're shooting a criminal, it's okay, it's the all-American thing. Dirty fucking crook. <laughs> but if you're with the bishop's wife at lunch, it's better not to ask for the goddamn lettuce. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just like we've decided there'd be some words we won't say all the time. And I was just trying to find out which words they were. For sure. All of them. I wanted a list. Because nobody gives you a list. That's the problem. They don't give you a list. Wouldn't you think it'd be normal if they didn't want you to say something to tell you what it is? Nobody even tells you when you're a kid what the words are that you're supposed to avoid. You have to say them to find out which ones they are. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> ah! Oh, fuck! That's true. Oh, Ma, that's enough trial and error, huh? Please, Ma, give me a list, huh? All right.
right, you're six years old now, and here's the list of words your dad and I don't ever want to hear you say. Oh, hey, thanks, Ma. Boy, that's going to save me an ass kicking or two. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to be on the list. Because it's always somebody else's list. You didn't make that up. Somebody told you that shit. They told you better. You better not say that. So you got to... And you don't know what's going to be on their list. God, people's lists even change from day to day. Some people on Friday night got a list, you know, not about two or three words. Sunday morning, goddamn, they made 27 words. <laughs> These are the same people two days later. Different list. So you got to kind of watch out what you're going to believe from them. The trouble is, I was trying to find out what these words might be. And I wanted to know the ones that you could never say on television. I mean the filthy words that are always filthy. There are a lot of these little two-way, double-entendre words that have two meanings. Words that are okay part of the time. I call them like part-time filth. Some of these words, they're only 50% dirty. You have words like ass. Ass is hardly even a dirty word anymore, but it has a few meanings that you can't say on television. That's what I was talking about. What can you say on television? That's another one of those places where we can't use these words all the time. But some of them are all right some of the time. Ass is all right on television. You can say on television things like, well, you've made a perfect ass of yourself tonight. But you can't say, hey, let's go get some ass. <laughs> Bitch. Bitch is another word like that. Same kind of word. It's only dirty part of the time. Depends on what you mean by bitch. You might be the lady from the San Diego Zoo visiting one of the Tonight Shows, and you might just have a bunch of little canines with you there. One of them is a female. You say, there's the bitch, Johnny, and it's okay, fine. Just don't refer to the singer the same way. That's it. <laughs> is that bitch going to do another number? Yes. <laughs> Animals are fine on those two-way words. And that's it. That's what I was trying to find. The words that were always dirty, not just part of the time but completely filth. Well, in, in looking for these words, I kept finding new categories. We have so many ways of describing these dirty words. It's, well, we have more ways to describe dirty words than we actually have dirty words. That seems a little strange to me. It seems to indicate that somebody was awfully interested in these words. They kept referring to them. They called them bad words, dirty. Filthy, foul, vile, vulgar, coarse, in poor taste, unseemly, street talk, gutter talk, locker room language, barracks talk, bawdy, naughty, saucy, raunchy, rude, crude, lewd, lascivious, indecent, profane, obscene, blue, off-color, risque, suggestive, Cursing, cussing, swearing, and all I could think of was shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. There we go. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. That was my original list. I knew it wasn't complete, but it was a starter set, you know? Shit, piss, fuck, yes, WBAI is the one who played them. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Now, that was the original list. We've added a few words since then. We've added fart, turd, and twat. 
And I know there are some other words that many of you are wondering about, why they haven't been considered, why they haven't shown up on the list thus far. We're looking at them all. All right, we got the list. You can say twat. Yeah. Don't be such a twat. Don't be a twat. <clears throat> Don't be a twat. <laughs> you can say... <clears throat> that, that guy's a complete ass, but you can't say she's got a great ass. Yeah, well, you gotta love Carlin. Yeah. Carlin, Carlin, George Carlin spoke nothing but truth. But he wrapped it in a joke. So everyone was so busy laughing, they didn't realize they were hearing truth. Exactly. And people laugh because it's funny, but they laugh they because, laugh because it's, it's true. true. There's, there's a line in the movie, The um, Untouchables. Yeah. You laugh because it's funny. You laugh because it's true. It, that's exactly what it is. If you wrap the truth in a joke, people actually begin to understand it easier, though. And they accept it easier because it's escaping them. It's like little Johnny walks up to his grandfather and says, Grandpa, Grandpa, what does geriatric pussy taste like? And Grandpa says, depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Carlin is great. Carlin, uh, glad we miss you. We miss you, George. We need you, George. We need you, George. Especially now. Oh, man, that, that he must be just doing somersaults in his grave because, I mean, holy fuck. Okay, no, you're not entitled to your uninformed opinion. You're not entitled to your uninformed opinion. Absolutely not. No. And yet, okay, I've been scanning this article, and I love it when people say, well, I'm entitled to my opinion. Which one are you on? No, you're not entitled to your you're uninformed not, opinion. Your uninformed opinion. Yeah, okay, i got to find that. Okay. This is how it works. You're entitled to an opinion about personal preferences, like favorite chocolate over vanilla ice cream, or preferring the ocean over mountains. You're entitled to liking one thing over another, or believing that one thing is better for personal reasons. You're not, however, entitled to an uninformed opinion that flies in the face of logic, reasons, and verifiable fact, which we were talking about earlier about global warming. Yeah. You can't say that you think or believe something, have that belief contradicted with clear and irrefutable evidence, and this, then say, well, I'm entitled to opinion. Yes, you can. Because even the clear and irrefutable facts can change. And at one point, that clear and irrefutable fact was somebody's opinion. Every scientific discovery was somebody's opinion. Every one of them was. <clears throat> yeah. My opinion is Donald Trump is a fucking puppet ass who can't control what comes out of his mouth and they, they really Twitter need... Account. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his Twitter account, I wonder if he sits there and drunk and tweets things out. <laughs> yeah, suppose the guy he plays drink. The guy plays more golf than he's ever in the Oval Office. Mm. And But what scares me about Trump is if they impeach Trump... Then you end up with Mike Pence, who's worse. Yeah. So anyway, back to this article here. But yeah. Well, you can say that you're entitled. You're entitled to free speech. No, you're not. You in Canada, you're not entitled to free speech. You're, you're entitled to. You're entitled to express your opinion here. No, you're. Yeah. You have the right of expression, yeah. providing that expression does not incite violence. Yeah, it's, it's close to free speech. It, this article is obviously written for the states, where they actually are entitled to free speech. No, they're not. It's written into the First Amendment of the Constitution. Bull, I don't care what it, that the piece right of paper to, says. The right to free speech. Bullshit. 
Bullshit. Yeah. There, there's no such thing as free speech anywhere. There is. And there isn't. Be. Free speech should be paramount above everything else. It should be, but it isn't. There's it no is. way you... Look, if I well, said... If I said that my name is George Smith, yeah. and I, George. I want to kill the president, Filbert F. Fuckwad... Yeah, well, okay. it was free speech, but free speech has consequences. Yeah, but then I say I'm going to fly down to Washington. Well, I'm now on no-fly list. I'm not entitled no. to free speech. He's entitled to free speech, but free speech has consequences. Then it's not free speech. It is free speech. No, it's not. Just By be, your very definition, if you're if it, you have the you're going to have consequences, then it's not free speech. That is free. No, it's not. Every action you perform in life has consequences. When you wipe your ass, it has consequences. It doesn't matter. Every action has consequences. There's no such thing as free anything. The freedom to speak it. Freedom it, it, to it, speak it, and free speech are different all right, things. It's shortened down from freedom to speak whatever you want. In the Constitution, it's written as the freedom of the freedom to say and do what you not. It's not written as free speech. It's written as that, but it's written, it's shortened down to free speech. It's the freedom to say and do what you want. It doesn't say free from consequences. Okay? You always have consequences. If you do something such as, like you said, I'm going to blah, 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 and I'm going to threaten to kill somebody. Yeah, you have consequences. You've now threatened somebody. You've incited to violence or whatever. It has consequences. But you should always have freedom to express and say what you will. It doesn't matter what it is, but you should be prepared to handle the consequences of what you say. And do. And again, here, this is where they're, ta they're talking about the challenge. You are entitled to the free speech, but you're not, you can't expect whatever opinion you spout off to not be challenged. Someone else is entitled to challenge your opinion in any way they see fit, whether they want to try and challenge it with facts or bullshit. The U.S. Constitution also says that the, ch <clears throat> the church no shall not impede on the state. No, separation uh, of church and state. Yes. Not that one shouldn't impede on the other, that they should be separate. But does that happen? Actually, it is for the most Bullshit. part. Bullshit. We're it? banning Muslims. That, We're that banning has, Muslims. That has nothing to do with free speech. That's or with church and state. No, no, it's not. I'm showing you how the U.S. Constitution is full of bullshit. No. They, they say that church and state should be separate, and yet they're are banning... They, are they attacking or trying to control or deal with the Muslim religion? No, they're dealing with people who come from the Muslim religion who have been shown to be more, more propensity towards violence and terrorism than any other religion currently in existence. Okay? It's, it's, a, it's, about, it's about actions and about relations to things. It's not about them trying to control the religion or putting restrictions on the religion or in or bringing that religion into the government of the United States, which is what the Constitution is about but in separation of church and state. You, you go to court. Unlike, you go to court in the states. What's the first thing they fucking do to you on the witness stand? Put ask, your hand on the Bible. Or if you don't believe in it, they'll let you swear an oath. What's written on oath. the money? What's written on the money in the U.S.? In God we trust. Yeah, but the money... Separation, church, But and the state. money's not printed by the government. You do know that, right? Doesn't matter. It's still represented. Yeah, but the still, the, the money's not actually printed by the government or owned by the government. No, but it's still seen as 
it's legal it's, tender. It's, so seen, the it's has, seen as an enforcement of an endorsement of God. But the thing is, is what God are they talking about on there? It doesn't. It doesn't specify what God it is. It doesn't specify in Christian God we trust, in Muhammad God we trust, in Judaism God we trust. It doesn't specify which God. It just says God. Pick a fucking God. There's dozens of those motherfuckers out there. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free access thereof, that or bridging the, the freedom of speech. Or the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievance. Okay, mm -hmm. it says freedom of speech. Freedom, the freedom to speak what you want. But it's not. That's free. what I said. But there's no freedom. Freedom, as you already pointed out. But freedom separation. means that it should be free from consequences. No, freedom. Yes, does it not does. Mean free from consequences. Freedom of expression freedom, and religion. Freedom, come, freedom comes at a cost. We no, have freedom, but it came at a fucking cost. You're talking to a vet. You're, you're telling that to a vet. So then you already understand. But freedom of expression means that you have the freedom to express this without consequence. That's not what it, it says. It does. It, no. This is you're what reading. You're, you're reading into something that it you're doesn't reading says. into it. No, I'm, We're I'm both read, reading into I'm it. I'm reading it precisely as it says. I'm reading Freedom it right to here. Express. But I've see, got it up on my screen. But what I'm saying it says it says that that's what you have the ability to say what you want. Okay, and here here's another one: the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment: the right to keep and bear arms. A well-regulated militia yes. being necessary for the security of a free state. The right of the Why people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed because. You brought up about freedoms. Mm. I'm going here and okay. reading all these things that are supposed to be free. Now, this was designed so that there would always be an armed populace. militia, military. No, militia meaning the populace at the time. Militia was the populace of the people. But it meant to fight against foreign invaders. No, it meant to, it meant, and further in the Constitution, it talks about fighting against and overthrowing your own government if you have to. Okay. The people who wrote the Constitution knew that eventually your government becomes so oppressive that the people may have to rise up against it and wipe it out and do it again. And it has happened. It was the reason the United States was created. They were fighting up against the oppression of the British monarchy at the time. Okay, so let's get on to another freedom that you're supposed to have. Mm. Uh, the freedom against illegal search and seizure. They can drum up any oh, excuse. Oh, they're, they're working their way around that one. Oh, but yeah. Fortunately, but you know, that, that's the one place where you say have freedom done isn't free, and, and the right of free speech, or freedom of speech, should be that you can make that speech without fear of retaliation from the government. Well, yeah, you make it without fear of retaliation from the government, and almost everything is without speaking and without fear of retaliation for the government. Yeah, so, okay, we're agreed on that. <clears throat> that, doesn't, that doesn't prevent fear of retaliation from some idiot out there. Exactly. But the word freedom in itself implies without fear of retaliation. Yeah, but you're but it's 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 meant for retaliation from the government. It's yes. not meant for retaliation against some idiot but out there who takes in, offense. Even here in Canada, you can't speak out against Islam without fear from the government. No, they actually put it they actually codified that in law for us. Yes. 
which is a really stupid. But you can thing say anything you want about Christianity. Oh, yeah. You could say anything you want about Judaism. I know about so, Buddhism. So, so why did they special, specially cite out a particular religion here? Because our asshole neighbors to the south are ter- targeting one religion, one religion, yeah. so as an enemy of the state, and people are saying, "Well, fuck it, all Muslims must die." I've got a neighbor who's Muslim who's a hell of a nice guy. When he first moved in, I helped him set up his laundry card. A couple days later, he came by my house with a bag of treats for my kids. But you're dealing with an, on an individual person basis. That's what needs to be done. Yes. You cannot say Islam is evil. Islam as a religion is more ridiculous and stringent than Christianity. No, that's oh, it's the not. radicals. No, Have you that's... read the Quran? Um, no, not yet, but I've read enough of the, pa- of the, of the passages in the Quran that they quote. We, if you so, can get your hands on the original Quran, Islam is... Oh, so Sharia it, law is not in the original Quran, is it? No. It, that was added later? That was added. Uh, okay. Islam is... A, so how many, how many of the, how many of the... How are you going to let me fucking finish? No, I'm going to interrupt you every chance I get. Come well, on. shut your goddamn fucking cake hole for a change. <laughs> Islam, at the basis is a religion of peace. So they claim. It's a po- Christianity claims that they're a religion of peace. Mm-hmm. So they claim. So every religion claims it's a religion of, of peace. Which one is creating the problems in, in the world today, though? Christianity. No. Which, yes. which one is creating more problems in the world Who's today? going in and taking over lands that they have no right to? Mm, Islam, Judaism, white, Judaism, white Christians, um, white Christians, white Christians, white Christians, white Christians, white fucking Christians. They have it. other people doing it as their puppets, but it's a white fucking Christian. Whatever you, whatever you say. You know, the Romans had the right idea. Feed the fucking Christians to the lions. Hmm. I guess they ran out of lions. But anyways, next... <laughs> because you know he's an idiot and I know what the fuck I'm talking about no, menstrual no. blood flat earth exit secret the great flood and her divine destination oh my god that's a YouTube video though well let's go see it some of it some of these are actually good not all of them some of them alright let's go find this one here real quick Let's see what we got. Hey, thanks for joining me. Hope you're doing well. There is a good deal of evidence that says humans existed at a time before there was a moon in the sky. Aristotle said the Pelasgians lived in Arcadia at a time before the moon. He called these people proselenians, meaning those who lived before the moon. Anaxagoras and Democritus mentioned these same people as being before the moon. And so convinced were they of this fact that they had no problem relaying it as a part of their standard history lessons to their students of the time. Apollonius of Rhodes mentioned the time when not all the orbs were yet in the heavens, and only the Arcadians lived, of whom it is said that they dwelt on mountains and fed on acorns, before there was a moon. The ancient Illyrians were also proselenians, whose records record a time before the moon. The 14th century Italian scientist Giordano Bruno echoes all of this. There are those who have believed that there was a certain time when the moon, which was believed to be younger than the sun, was not yet created. The Cordilleras believes there was a time with no moon, 
and they always to this day start their stories of ancient times with the phrase, before the moon inhabited the night sky. In Bolivia, there are pictographs stating the moon did not arrive in the heavens until about 12,000 years ago. And strangely enough, there is a lack of ancient moon maps. Pretty weird given that the moon is a main celestial body and the brightest next to the sun. Philip Stuke of the University of Western Ontario couldn't understand this. And after a long search, the oldest reference to the moon he could find was what appeared to be a lunar map inside a tomb in North Ireland, dating back 5,000 years. He found a set of lines and dots that, when placed over a picture of the full moon, is strange. The moon has always had a strong relationship with menstruation. In 1980, a study was published on this phenomenon. The study mentioned that the lunar cycle and a fertile menstrual cycle are the same, 29.5 days. A real phenomenon exists. In 1986, a study found that there was a synchronous relationship between the menstrual cycle and the lunar rhythm. During menstruation, blood is expelled from the vagina, and there's been a deliberate attempt to make this seem gross and unpleasant, when in reality, period blood is sacred, mm, blood of wings. a giantess. And the Norse god, right. as a result, morphed. At the right. Okay, that was enough. You should really go watch that one. Yeah. I'm First thing, I've got issue with Aristotle. I have no idea what Aristotle also said that Pythagoras was a square. <laughs> I know most of our listeners are going to be going, what the fuck is uh, he talking about? Yeah, a lot of them are going to be, huh? <laughs> Pythagorean just, just theorem. Just so, you, just so you know, Pythagoras created the Pythagorean theory and a lot of our geome geometry. <laughs> now you've educated them. We're not supposed to do that. Oh, is that? Yeah, we're supposed to avoid education. We don't want no education here. That's for damn sure. Okay, new Ontario law are, allows the government to seize children if parents oppose their gender identity. Oh, this one here. What the fuck? This one here. See, this is where we're talking about Ontario being the leader in these ridiculous gender identity shit that we hit at the very beginning. Okay, and talking briefly about Bill C-16 that's coming in, where they're changing shit so that we uh, are forced via the law to conform. Okay, so here's how it should be. If you present yourself as a man, I'm going to call you a man. Right. Or he. Or him. If you present yourself as a woman, I'm going to use feminine pronouns. You want any other shit than that? I self-identify as an asshole. You will not... Uh, address me as him, you were, her. You'll address me as my lord. You were you were arguing slightly against that to me. Anyway, this is a new law in Ontario that if you have young children, and we all know young children really have no clue what they want in life yet. Basically, they're trying to figure shit out. But all of a sudden, they've been listening to this shit. They come across a YouTube video you don't catch or something, and they start wondering, maybe I'm not a boy. Maybe I'm a zebra or whatever. I'm going to self-identify as a whatchamatigot today. And they come up to you. And I self-identify as a woman. And they start doing that. And you try to correct them and say, no, look, there's only two fucking sexes in the world. There's men. There's women. That's it. Boy, girl. There, there is nothing else. Okay? There's nothing in between. Okay, there's the occasional person who's born a hermaphrodite. Which is another politically incorrect it, term no, now. I know. It's intersexual. Whatever. Yeah. 
hermaphrodite. I'm going to stick with that term because I really don't give a fuck about I, I have cousins down in Australia who were born that way. And they went through their life with both sets of genitals. And when I talked to them, I said, well, I guess if I tell you to go fuck yourself, you actually can. You actually can. Nope. But anyway, the point I'm getting at here, according to this new law, your child comes to you and wants to identify this way and you're trying to straighten it out. They can go to child services or they make mention to their teacher or something. Ontario child protectives come in and take your children away because you're not being a good parent. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, now, this the picture here shows the the rainbow flag, the pride flag. Hey, right? they've got two new stripes in that now. Exactly, and that's what I was going to bring up. Pride, you've lost any fucking respectability that you ever had because you've caved into Black Lives Matters. You won't allow the cops to marching your parade even though they're the ones making the streets safe for you to have your parade yep. but now you've got to have these two brown stripes up there because there's no black there's no brown and we feel like you're leaving us out and it's you know funny. What? when you look at a rainbow i'm pretty sure brown isn't on either end of the rainbow you put all those colors together what do you get you're white no you take them all away, you have white. White is the absence of color. No, black white is, is white is the combination of all colors. White is the absence of color. Black is a combination no, of all colors. And is, I'm just going to bring it up here. Okay. As We're a person go. who works with color on a continuous basis, it's exactly opposite. You put them all together, you get white. It's a combination of all the colors. And we're not talking about the color created on the screen. We're talking about the visual light visually you combine a rainbow it becomes white okay three ways to make black wiki how Com mixing complement complementary colors but that's pigment that's adding color okay. pigments black wikipedia well we can't really trust wikipedia because any fucking idiot can everybody edit. every idiot yeah. edits wikipedia i've even done it a couple of times just for fun Okay, Yahoo Answers. Black is not a color. It's to, considered to be all colors. You can theoretically make black by mixing all primary colors, which is red, yellow, and blue. You take all those colors away, and you have no color, which is white. See, that's, that's the exact opposite of what it is. No, it's not. Because that's pigmentation. You add pigments, yes. Yeah. But colors, okay. the ambient colors in the air, what you see... That's a different type of color than what you see on a screen or what, on paper. What do, you, what do you do with colors every day? I make them, I blend them, I move them, I adjust them, I change them. What do I do with colors every day? I have fucking no clue. I photograph them. No. I've got to have a lot of color theory in my but profession. The, the thing is, the co nah, fuck it. We're going we're, we're gonna to agree to disagree on this one. When we're you're wrong, you result. Until, 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 I have the, until I have the paperwork to prove I'm right. Anyway, so, shitty Ontario law. Let's hope it doesn't spread across the rest of Canada, but unfortunately what starts in Ontario often spreads to the rest of the country. And usually God, hits, like a cancer on this fucking And usually country. hits us for, right after Ontario because, face it, we live in the most beautiful province of them all. We live on the West Coast. That's got a bunch of fucking hippie freaks. Yeah, and they all come from Ontario. School yearbook page filled with racist symbols that somehow made it past administration administrators. Ooh. Oh, this one's great. Which one is that? Um, school yearbook page filled oh, with racist go. symbols. I just had to have a word so I could find that one. 
School officials say the yearbook is being reprinted. Oh my God! It's got like the the cross from the KKK and the yeah, the Confederate got, it's flag. It's got the Confederate and, flag in it, which is unfortunate, and you know, because it's such a marvelous symbol. It's oh okay. I can see the 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 cross from the KKK. Yeah, I can understand that one. People being offended by that one, uh, by all means. But see, that cross is not only used by the KKK. It's used by several religions and several beliefs aside from the KKK. They appropriate it. Yeah, but so when you see that cross, what do you think of? You think actually, of the KKK. Actually, I thought of the uh, Knights Templar when I saw the white cross on the red background. So yeah, but I, the, see it, I see the Knights Templar. The Knights Templar was a red cross on white. So I've got it backwards. Okay, but most people, when they see that cross, are going to think the Klan. No. Yes, only they are. If you, only if you pay attention to the Klan and know what their fucking cross is. If you don't know what the the Klan is, then you're in serious fucking. I said pay hurt. attention to the Klan. I didn't say not know who they are. Well, you have to pay attention mm -hmm. to them to know whatever fucking cross they use. But, okay. See, this whole thing about the Confederate flag that, you know, it's pro-racism, oh, pro-slavery. No, bullshit. it's not. It's part of your history, people. That's the problem. People are, they're trying to erase history. And when you erase history, you erase the mistakes of the past and you're doomed to fucking repeat them. Those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And by erasing history, which is what the South is doing right now, they're erasing history. They're forgetting that they need to pay attention to that history. So that the problems that occurred are not repeated again. And you know what? It's actually happening because there's lynchings down in the South. They lynched two black guys. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's probably I, I haven't heard. Non-crackers. They 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 lynched two no non-crackers. Two non-crackers. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. And that's what happens. People for people forget if they don't have their history, they forget. And that 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 flag was the was actually the Confederate battle flag. Yeah, is what it was, and it was adopted by the Confederate States. It actually had a modification as the uh, Confederate state flag when it was when it was first adopted. It wasn't just a battle flag. Can't remember the specific modification, but it had a minor modification from the uh, Confederate battle flag. But that's what it was, and yeah. that's what it stood for. And that the and then and then yet everyone came along and said, "Oh, it stands for racists." Well, that's not what it stood for. And everyone seems to forget that the War of Northern Aggression was actually a war not about slavery at all. It was about the control that the North was exercising on the South. The South didn't have all the political clout, but what they had, they had all the agriculture. All yeah. the agriculture was down there, and they wanted to exercise their rights to live the way they wanted to do. And they tried to exercise the rights written into the Constitution. And this is where, of course, the... the federal government has ignored the Constitution because they had the right to succeed from the Union. But the North went, oh no, you can't fucking succeed. And they actually came pretty damn close to succeeding, except for the fact the British couldn't quite bring, us, bring the money into the South, because the British actually supported the South. The French supported the North. Just so, for those that really want to know some of the history there. If you don't believe me, go look it up. Okay, um, let's skip ahead. 
because we got a lot of shit to cover. Well, we're only going to cover so much. We're only going to do a couple hours of this crap. And, you know, a lot of, a um, lot of this stuff will start to appear on the website at thecrankyoldbastard.com as independent articles. So you can go look up these things and go see the kind of crap that's out there on the web. And the people okay. are believing. Um, there's, we've got one here. Okay. Muslim students insulted at public schools. I haven't read this one yet. Uh, it's the last, last one, but there's remember. one I want to go back to. It's on the last page. Last one. All right. I thought you were going to do the Muslim student one. But well, we yeah, but we're going to go back to in one of the other ones after we've done this. Okay. But it says, I do not have full access. Do not have access to the full content. Oh, fuck me. Um, they cut off my access to it. Damn. CIJ News, alternative angle. Yeah, it kind of strikes me. I've seen some of this stuff before, and it strikes me as a very right-wing well, website. The different thing about right-wing and left-wing, they all produce news. Yeah. And you all take it with a grain of salt. But the thing is, is a lot of times they actually cover news that the mainstream media won't cover. Yeah. Now, maybe they tw they'll twist it and push it for their agenda, but the idea is you got to learn to read between the lines yeah. to see the truth. Now, Muslim students want to pray at school. Okay. Are they going to make my kids pray with them? If so, I have a problem oh, with it. This is Are they going to do it on their own time and not interfere with school? Then what's the fucking problem? But the problem is, okay, now that now I sort of remember the article. The problem is, is not just on their own time. They're wanting the school to cut time for them to do their, because they do what, prayers five, six times a day? Something like that? Yeah. You know, so they want the schools to cut them time, but they also want the schools to create special places for them on the school. So if you do that for the Muslims, that means you got to do it for the Christians, you got to do it for the Jews, you got to do it for the Satanists, you got to do it for everybody. Yeah. So that means you may as well give over the entire school for all the religions that deserve this. Yeah. That's what this, I, I do recall it now. That's what this article was talking about. It was talking about they have a right to pray at school anytime they really want to, is provided it's their own time. But they don't have a right to cut classes no. short. They don't have a right to force the school to provide a space for them. They don't have a right for that. Because if they have that right, that means every other religion has that right too, to force the space. It's rocking time. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting a text, folks. Hey, it's a rocking text. So anyway, yeah. that's what it is. And that's happening across schools in Canada right now. And of course, where is it starting? But at the fucking center of the goddamn universe. Yeah. No, I mean... That's I've Toronto, been, for those of you that don't when know. When I was in the Middle East, you know, when it was time to pray, people faced east towards Mecca, and they prayed. Nothing wrong with that. They're more than welcome yeah. to face whatever direction they want. You didn't have to. They didn't stop you. Yeah. As long as you were respectful and didn't kick them while they were oh, praying. I'm not going to kick them. I'm not going to say anything. They make their prayers have themselves a nice day. That's not the problem. It's the problem when they try to force changes in a system that they have no right forcing changes in a system for. Exactly. You, and, okay, you, you come here... Canada is multi multicultural, yes, but you need to adapt to our ways. But see, there's one of the big points I was getting at earlier about people, immigrants moving here. Immigrants need to adapt to the culture they're coming to. If we went to their country and wanted to live in their country, would we not be expected to adapt to their culture, yes. learn their language? Yes. And it, it, 
if you know prayer times are at certain times mm -hmm. and the businesses are expected to shut down, then you shut your doors for half an hour. Yeah, whatever it takes. But see, the thing is, when you go to another culture, another country, you're expected to go to it. You know, and that's the thing I'm talking about here. And that's what does not occur when immigrants are coming here. They're wanting to maintain their own rules, their own laws, their own cultures entirely. Now, yeah. they're entitled to keep them to a point, but there's some things they need to give over to the dominant culture that they're in. I mean, but you've got to also respect the fact that we've made allowances for other religions. Well, you make allowance for the we, religion. We, you, we allow kosher butchering. Nothing wrong with allowing culture butchering. Exactly. So let's, let's, allow, let's, let's, allow, let's allow Sharia law while we're at it, too. No. Well, see, that's what the thing is, is. Many of them are demanding Sharia law. They may need to go back to the Middle East. Where? How about that? I have an agreement from him. Oh, my God. Mark this one down, folks. Hey, I never disagreed with that. You asked me if Sharia law is written into the Quran. It's not. No, we were arguing about something else, and I brought up, is it written into the Quran? And I was arguing something else at the point. But anyway... Well, it's written into it's written into the Quran now. It is, but the original Quran it wasn't. And do they, but do they use the original Quran in Muslim beliefs now? Some of them do. The, the more moderate ones do, and the more moderate ones, the the Quran doesn't tell women to wear burqas. It tells them that they should be modest, not cover up every fucking. Well, if you want to, if you want to talk skin. about how the modesty used to be, let's go back to was it Afghanistan or Iran? It was Iran before the Shah. And took Afghanistan. Over. In well, Afghanistan, where women when the Shah was in power. Yeah, when the Shah was in power. Yeah. You said before the Shah took over. No, I said before the Shah was overthrown. Is what I meant to say. Women were treated. As equals there, they were well-educated, yes. they dressed mostly like North American women, you know, a little bit more modestly, you know, in their dress, from what I've seen of the photos from that era. You know, they wore dresses, they didn't wear these face mask coverings yeah. or headscarves or anything else. You could see their hair and their arms and whatever. They looked like normal women. And they went to school, they educated, they teach, they had jobs, they, they had lives. Yes. And then they overthrew the Shah and and the the Ayatollah Khomeini the Ayatollah and it, it went to shit yeah and see well I believe everyone's entitled to their their own beliefs as far as religion goes you're not entitled to force that belief down my fucking throat that's the whole thing okay alright where are we going next um Yeah, we're bouncing around here. Triggle because... triggly puff oh, dance, you meant. Oh, and we'll, we'll end with this. Uh, let me let me stop this on mine. So. All right, triggly puff it is. Oops, wrong one. I gotta get this one here. Yeah, you you'll like triggly puff because you know this 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 feminist that just she created a whole meme. You know what triggly puff is, right? Nope. Oh, uh, well, your kids don't play. Uh, Pokemon, so nope. that's why you wouldn't know. It's a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon character. Alright. Let me know when you're ready. Go ahead. Alright, Trigglypuff. Off we go.
triggered. Did I just watch? <laughs> My brain hurts from watching that. All right. So what the fuck? <laughs> All right. We're going to close out with this one, but to give you some background on it, just so he understands too. Some of you might know. Anyway, Triglypuff there was at a Milo Yiannopoulos speech, and she got triggered by something he said. And she got up there and wiggled her big fat arms. She's feminist, obviously. And wiggled her big fat arms, bitching about what he said. And, of course, the internet memes just took over with that one because that one was just too much fun. And so they wrapped together a whole bunch of other people who present anti-feminist presenting their speeches, and they wrapped them all around her. It was just... It's... it's Totally hilarious. Anyway. It's a minute and ten seconds of my life that I can never get back. <laughs> no, we only watched for a minute and seven seconds, so hey. Still. You got you got three extra seconds there. Shall we shall we shall we wrap No, up? no, no more, no more. <laughs> Alright, well that's a wrap for this episode of the uh Craggy Old Bastard. And uh well I hope you enjoyed yourself folks and maybe you learned something, maybe you didn't. Allah Akbar. Take it easy, folks. We'll see you back here next week. That's all we got now for you. Take care. Bye-bye.